0: Hello everyone, my name is Matthias and welcome to Free Shipping, the podcast where we sit down with entrepreneurs, merchants, marketers, and more to learn about their journey. Having spent four years in e-commerce and speaking to some incredible people who have inspired me, I thought, why not share these stories with my network and hopefully these are shared even further. Today on the show, we have our first guest ever, and one thing you'll notice this season is no guest is like the other. Today, we'll be talking about Wide Fit Shoes. Welcome, everyone. Very excited for conversation today. Before we say hello to our guests, I just wanted to do a brief introduction. So today we have Birju from Wide Fit Shoes. For those of you who don't know Wide Fit Shoes, they're a family business specializing in trainers in, with a wider fit with some exclusive partnerships with some brands you probably know, things like New Balance, Skechers, Nike, and many more. And their mission is simple but really impactful. It's to help people find comfort again with footwear, which cannot be found on the high street. So, yeah, wanted to say
1: welcome Virju to the show. Thank you, and so good to be here. And of course, it's great to speak to you again.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's been uh, well, it's been it's been a while. I was I was thinking about it, and back I think when we first met towards the end of 2019, the world was a slightly different place but you had a career in kind of advertising and ad tech and they had just stepped into the family business. Is that right?
1: That's right. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I had a career over about 14 years in sort of, uh, you know, marketing and ad tech, which is great. It was a fantastic career. I've learned so much, met so many great people and just learned so much about digital advertising and yeah, you know, made the decision to sort of leave the industry back in 2019 uh, to join join the family business and to rebuild, I guess, the business and see 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 where we can take it.
0: Yeah, interesting step because I mean, again, you would spent a decade building up a career, and I think you know you could say something that was maybe a bit more predictable in life to then move over to the, the world of a merchant of being a bit of an entrepreneur. And that comes with a lot of ups and downs, a lot of unknowns and was curious, what was the tipping point or kind of the decision for you to, to step into the business and to start this journey? So, you know, I'll take it
1: a bit back because, you know, I started my career back in 2004 and, you know, my mom, she, she had a, a store selling shoes. She was approached by a manufacturer to kind of you know, really specialize in sort of white fitting footwear she was serving the local community and, you know, it it was going really well. It was performing really well. Customers were coming in and they found like some great footwear and, uh, you know, I sort of then helped, um, you know, start up a website for them, uh, which generated a bit of traffic. And in 2006, we made the decision to actually go e-commerce and, you know, the day it went live, we actually received our first sale and we were just like, wow, this was amazing. And over time, more and more customers were coming in, more and more customers were buying online. And it wasn't just a local business. It started to become a national business, you know, where people from the UK were purchasing from our store. Uh, and they, they, they sort of, you know, were getting more and more orders. And I guess, you know, they they were approached back in 2008, 2009 by New Balance, which is obviously a huge brand. And they, you know, decided to, you know, try and sell some of their trainers, you know. And they they had the opportunity to take a few, sold it online, started to get more stock, started to sell a lot more. And, you know, more and more over time, they were just getting so many customers from all different parts of the UK coming to the store or buy online. And the business just kept on growing. And the feedback from customers was like, this is amazing. You know, this is this type of trainer, this type of footwear in a wider fitting has really changed their lives getting people to be active, getting people to kind of get their steps in um, and just really motivate people to go out for a walk in comfortable footwear. So, you know, we made the decision, or I made the decision back in 2019 to sort of leave the industry because, you know, it was an opportunity to uh, grow the business and take it to the next level and see see what else we could do. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was a, you know, a risky move, I'd say, because I had a successful career in, in digital. And I loved it, but at the same time, it was a good time for me as well to, you know, really own something, really own a business, really make some wise decisions in terms of where the sort of direction should be and where it should go to to then sort of, you know, be here now and, you know, uh, being a grateful sort of move and very, very satisfying uh, and fun as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, you touched on a few things, I think, throughout, throughout the conversation We'll kind of we'll delve into a bit deeper. I had one quick question pop in my head. I'm not sure if you remember, but do you remember kind of where the first customer was that was maybe outside of your regular norm where you're like, wow, this is we're going, we're
1: reaching a bit further in the UK now. Yeah. So I mean, you know, it was it was a transaction that happened, I think it was back in Leeds. Like someone, you know, ordered from 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 another city and we we're just like, wow, this is this is really amazing, right? Someone you know from from another part of the you know you know the uk has just purchased and we're just like wow this is great great transaction and it's a great opportunity to maybe you know start start actually getting more orders really and yeah it was exciting we were very excited when we saw that sale and you know over time it just grew and grew and grew we were getting more orders all the time so yeah that's that's that was a very exciting time
0: yeah i feel like so many merchants have that story whether it's your your first order in this case, the one that was, you know, outside of the, the local community that your, your family had been serving for so long to then have that, that wider community. And ultimately now, you know, it seems like what Wide Fit Shoes is doing is, is making and serving a community of people that historically didn't have a whole lot of choice. And I think that's why it seems like it's really resonating with your customers, it sounds
1: like. Yeah, I think the industry has changed a lot. You know, I think more of the high streets were focused on maybe a younger generation. They were more sort of thinking about the fashion, whereas we're a bit more different. We're all about function first and then fashion. And the function piece is making sure the trainers is comfortable, making sure it's, you know, it has a wider fitting for those people that need that extra space. So I guess that part was was, was really crucial is is to do something that the high street was not doing and our target audience is, is, you know, a little bit more older, I'd say about 45 plus, okay. whereas the high street is actually more focused on the younger generation, you know, but again, it is, you know, their strategy, and we, we have our own strategy, and we're, we're blessed that we, we have a strategy in place, and it's working, and really growing.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and kind of speaking of strategy, and, You know, back to to 2019, you joined the business. You have a wealth of knowledge in the advertising ad tech space, which I imagine you leaned on to some extent as kind of a superpower to help grow the business. But when you joined in 2019 and then made some changes in 2020, a little thing called COVID happened. And I think a lot of businesses have talked about it, but I was curious kind of a twofold when it happened. You know what was that experience like for the business, and when it came to your expertise in digital marketing, that obviously also was hugely impacted. So, when kind of COVID and all online came together, what was that journey like for you individually, but also for the for the brand? So,
1: back when we spoke, you know, in two thousand nineteen, we were just talking about onboarding Shopify as as, as the e commerce platform. We we made that transition. You know, we were using Magenta, which was, you know, slightly an older platform, desktop first, but very buggy as well. And it had, had had a lot of challenges. Yeah. And then we decided, OK, we were going to go live with Shopify. And the launch date was going to be early March 2020. Uh, and the week it went live, it, you know, we we saw sort of traffic dip as with any of these transitions and migrations. You know, these, these things happen because it takes a bit of time for Google to really understand what's going on. And then a few days later, COVID hit and we were just like, wow, you know, all the stores were closed, businesses were closed. We had to stay at home. And, you know, in that week, you know, we, we kind of really saw a massive increase all of a sudden of traffic and sales. And all of a sudden, what we found is people, you know, they had more time, they were spending more time online, they were finding us. We just started to see a lot more sales and a lot more transactions and a lot more traffic come to our site. So we made the decision to actually, uh, you know, go into store and warehouse to sort of process all these orders because we had a backlog of like, I think 50 or 60 orders at that time. So we had to sort of go in, you know, obviously we were all kind of keeping safe and, you know, keeping that two meter distance and so on. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, it was it was a crazy time. It was really, really exciting for our business because we really started to scale but also it was very terrifying as well to see what was happening in the world. But you know, what we found is that more people really wanted to stay active. More people wanted to get out and get their steps in and go for their one mile walk or five mile walk, whatever it is. And they needed something comfortable. They needed something waterproof. Maybe they were needed some trainers to get them active and get them out and, you know, to get their steps in. So, you know, you know, it was a scary time, but at the same time, it was quite exciting for our, t- for our business because it was really, really growing to that next level. So yeah, that was that was a tough time, but very exciting as well for our business.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> what you say really resonates. The minute that we started to work from home full time, I realized that having some level of routine was so, so key. And something I still do to this day every single morning is go out for at least a 30 minute walk. Um, I have to do it for my mental health to feel like I have a commute. And I think you layer on the little fact of I've always had shoes that fit fine. But I imagine like if I'm walking around with something, imagine if I had to go on my 30 minute walk in high heels. I don't know if I'd really enjoy getting out to have that time. So it's it's a different side of things. But the other question I had was, you know, you mentioned a lot of people started finding you during this time as more people were online. And with your background in advertising, like how did you leverage that and how were most people finding you during that period?
1: So, we were testing, you know, Google Ads and Facebook Ads at the beginning back in 2019. Because I think, you know, we wanted to sort of get the traffic in and we wanted to sort of really test it out to see what the audience was, you know, enjoying about the site, what they didn't like you know potentially getting feedback from them and you know we, we kind of realized that actually this is a, a real opportunity because what we found is we were really focused on sort of trainers from a, from a marketing perspective and this is what consumers really wanted so I guess the the transition from a shoe market going on to a trainer market took place around that 2019 2020 and you know that, that was an important time so I think it was about utilizing the tools that were out there Google Facebook key key partner of ours you know we you know we now spend a fair amount of money with them really sort of you know show our brand on those platforms to show what we can do and show who we are and what we do from a product perspective but i mean utilizing those platforms but as well as utilizing ga and really understanding our data really understanding you know where the consumer is going across the site where they're bouncing off where they're purchasing how they're engaging on the site so i guess from a sort of marketing perspective, and using my sort of experience in digital, is to really sort of you know merge the two, really understand the creative aspect from using on Facebook to really understanding the data side of things, and really creating the story and really creating the strategy for future yeah. growth was really really crucial for us.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. could uh, could not agree more. And yeah, it's we'll delve in a little bit to kind of technology and how that plays into things but it sounds like overall you know i think since we last spoke the business is in a good place i do want to delve into the future a little bit but just to kind of take us to net where we are now i believe you have is it one or two retail locations and then also your your online or what does the kind of sales channels look like now for the business
1: sure so the setup is we've got one store where consumers can come in try on their footwear and so on but we've also got a warehouse which is where the online transactions is actually processed so we've got a team of, you know, pickers, packers. We've got about 10 people working on the operation side. So they're kind of managing the fulfillment. They're managing the customer service. So all post-sales activity, I guess. Yeah. And that that seems to go, you know, re- really work well. And, you know, we're getting more and more orders every day and our business is growing. But we do have a strategy in place to sort of move locations, potentially kind of have a bigger store and a bigger warehouse to actually plan for future growth, which is really important for us. So there's things in the pipeline to set that up.
0: Yeah. Uh, and and we spoke about, it. I think, one one big thing that, you know, recently done, I think it's it's early days, but you're kind of eyeing the U.S. market. And I believe you've done a, a soft launch for your U.S. site. And, you know, I think what I'm curious of when, when a merchant, especially around, you know, of any size, but really your size, you could look around and growth could come in a lot of different areas. And I think you can sometimes see is if you try to bite off too many things, then you know it doesn't go so well. So normally we'll see that a lot of merchants who grow well, they'll kind of choose something, focus on it, and then scale it. So when you looked at the opportunities in front of you as a business, how did you kind of decide, you know what, we're going to do the US for right now. And we're going to make sure that we kind of start to scale that up.
1: Sure. I mean, you know, the US is, is a huge market. It's a huge opportunity as well. And, you know, I think uh, we really want to get this right. So it's important to sort of have a soft launch and take gentle steps and really test the market, but also learn as much as we can. We launched about seven weeks ago. You know, pre-launch, we actually were receiving about 15% of our online orders was coming from international. And a large proportion of that was the U.S., so it kinda of only makes sense to actually launch a dot com version for the US market. But it's 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 very early days still, you know. We are gonna apologies, I've got my voice. <laughs>
0: no worries.
1: Yeah, we can we can take that out. But yeah, uh, yeah, so it's 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 a very exciting time. We are in the process of you know, investing in Facebook ads and Google ads. And that's that's gonna really help us really understand the U.S. market in a bit more detail to see where where the direction should be. And consumers, want because the U.S. market is is very similar to the U.K., you know, from a culture perspective, you know, we speak obviously the same language. It's just a much bigger version. So, you know, for us, it's a huge, huge opportunity, but we are going to be taking it very, very slowly and take gentle steps and really sort of understand the consumers and what their needs are.
0: Yeah. No, I think it's, you know, there's various ways to kind of enter a market. Some people, it's make a huge splash. And that normally means maybe you have the cash to do it. I think others, you know, that are more bootstrapped, family-run business like yourself, it's like, we'll, we'll scale it, but let's do it at the, the team that we have, the size that we have, so that we do this in an efficient way. It's not just about trying to capture as much of the market as we can right now. It's about doing it in a way that I think you've grown naturally as a business from the outside in, it seems.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, you know, we we have grown, you know, pretty fast over the last couple of years um, and everything is self-funded, which is great. I mean, of course, the goal is to get some investors in. We We are speaking to some, you know, some angel investors who are very, very interested in our business. You know, they like what we do. They really understand the need for a business like ours. Yes, it is a niche, but it's a very wide niche, believe it or not. Um, and there's many people that are looking for products such as ours. And I guess they appreciate it as well with some of the partnerships that we have with New Balance, Sketches, Nike, you know, some of the key big brands out there. And those brands, are, of course, they are focused on a younger generation. And we're, we're going on the opposite direction, uh, you know, into the 45 plus so our branding is 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 really really important to get it right to make sure we get the right message to to the consumer but these 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 angel investors they they like our strategy they've seen what we do they've seen what we what we can do and what the potential is in the market and i think you know just looking at the reviews that we get on trustpilot you know the kind of products that we sell has has changed people's lives you know Because like I said, it it does get them out walking again. It does keep them getting them active. And I think they really, really appreciate that. And they really see a need for that as well from, you know, from a health perspective. So I think that's, that's really crucial. And I think, you know, once we onboard the right investor, you know, because it is about finding the right company that's going to invest in us, um, you know, that's going to help us take us to, to that next level. And that's where we will kind of scale it a little bit more quicker and faster. But for now, it's gentle steps. We're going to enjoy this journey. We're learning so much. And yeah, you know, it's an exciting time for us.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, um, it kind of, I guess, segues a little bit because, you know, going international into new markets, let's say, has a lot of different nuances and a lot of different things you have to consider, obviously. You know all your your paid advertising. How do you think about that? You have your fulfillment. You have you know your front end. You have different currencies. A lot of these things, hopefully, technology will make easier. You know, since you joined the business and your background is you know in ad tech, certain sort of technology. But you know you're you've worked in technology. When you think about it for a business, I guess the first thing I'm curious about is. Are you always looking for the newest and best technology for the business, or are you really looking for just the right technology and keeping it as lean as possible? And and if either direction, what's kind of the thought process on it?
1: I mean, it's a bit of both. I mean, of course, there's there's new apps, there's new platforms that are coming out, you know, so fast, so quick. Um, so yes, it is about, you know, really understanding who's out there and what they what they can do. But it's all about utilising the right platforms with the right audience as well. You know, like TikTok is a great platform, you know, and it's you know, we've only just started on TikTok, even though the consumers are maybe a bit more younger generation, but I think we realize that it's important to use a platform like TikTok so you know, and we do show our products across that younger sort of generation because they will then go back and think, oh, my dad or my granddad or you know, they, they would know someone is trying to build that brand within their mindset i guess so they'll be thinking about us you know in the future or you know for for someone that they know that's close to them so from a technology perspective we we are always thinking about what's out there but at the same time you know we know the, the crucial platforms that do work for us i mean of course shopify was one of them that that was a really big decision to move over to shopify you know shopify played a big part in our business but you know there's been various other players that has also really been onboarded really to help us scale including clavio which is a really really big platform for us it generates nearly 37% of our revenue month on month and it's huge and you know those those numbers keep increasing as we're as the orders come in those those customers who do come in and you know we are sort of retargeting them or we're sort of reengaging with them via emails again to show them you know the latest trainers or the latest trends, and so on. Uh, so, I think using platforms like that has have really, really helped us grow.
0: Yeah. And so, I mean, you mentioned you Shopify as your e commerce, which is great. Clavio, Clavio, I still need to figure out exactly how to <laughs> pronounce it, but for all of your kind of email marketing and customer marketing, which is amazing. Are there any other technologies that are in play right now that are quite key, or are there ones that you're kind of testing?
1: for different purposes. Sure. So we've recently onboarded Attentive, their uh, text message app. And it's really, really good. You know, it's been about seven weeks, but we've seen such positive, you know, results. It's, it's done really, really well. It's really performed really well. And it's very clever how they do it as well. And I think, you know, we, we've kind of like underutilized the SMS world, you know, I think because it was, you know, maybe old school, you know, I think WhatsApp took over, with with text messages, you know, we read as consumers, well, me, you know, specifically, we read every single text message. I don't know why I don't have any messages that are unread, but with emails, I have so many that are just unread. And, you know, when I met them a few months ago, they were explaining the same thing. And I was just like, wow, this, this does make sense to actually onboard a partner such as them. And we all onboarded them and it's just been, it's been flying. You know, the results have been phenomenal. And it's really, really generating conversions, but also engagement. And it also allows you to actually have a conversation with the consumer on their platform, which I think is quite, is quite clever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think a uh, term that I'm hearing now is not direct to consumer, but connect to consumer. And the <laughs> idea is you need to connect with them wherever they might be across Facebook, SMS, email. It's very, you know, what you said around too, like, you know, you think SMS is old. I think people still think like email, oh, it's not that great. It's an amazing channel, especially for retention and so many others. So that's really interesting. And now not to maybe pry into some trade secrets, but, you know, because you worked in marketing, you know, marketers are known for, for testing and you will test over a period. You'll look at the results and then if it's great, you know, you scale it. If not, you go over to the side. So I think it's, it's in nature within, you know, marketers to do that. When you kind of look at a technology like an attentive or something else, is there a way that you t- kind of parameters that you'll usually set around thinking, okay, this is how we're going to look at it. We'll run for it this amount of time. And then based on results, we'll figure out how we're going to continue to do this or not.
1: Yeah. I mean, look, you know, I think there's, there's, there's always a testing period, but you know, we're, we're a small, fast scaling business. And I think, you know, we can make changes on the fly and we can test very quickly to see results. Right. Yeah. We understand the trends we understand what's working we look at the data in detail to get an idea of the results and really understand the engagement uh, side of things really so that's that's really important but i think for us we're very quick to market you know we know what what platforms are going to work we know the right partners out there we we also speak to those partners in in great detail you, you know to understand their platform from a from a high level, but also from a detailed perspective to really understand the ins and outs of it. So I think really, really actually being quick to market is important for us and kind of scaling it really from there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a good call out too. I mean, I just remember from our engagements and everything too, you know, you really want to, yeah, not only understand the core technology, but how other people are using it. What are some of the best cases? And, and just, I think, um, you know, learning from others on how they've succeeded to then identify, can you, you know, recreate that in your own way as your brand or are there other things that maybe that don't apply? And I think that's really important, especially for merchants as they're looking at new technology and decide to do something is, you know, lean in to to the people you're working with, lean in to the salespeople, to the technology, to your customer success, to try to get the most out of it. Because a lot of times that's where they want the focus too. But I think, it can be a bit hard depending how big your tech stack can get if you have too much going on.
1: Yeah, no, exactly. But it's about having the conversations as well. It's about meeting teams and, you know, also having conversations with like-minded people and like-minded companies. And that's, that's what we did, you know, it's it's getting their feedback and really understanding what works and what doesn't work. And I think, you know, all of those, those, those factors really help you make a decision, but you know, it's about being open. It's about being honest and just having that conversations with, with, with other people, you know, whether it's, you know, at the tech company or, you know, finding like-minded people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think connecting with other merchants and in, in a similar space and hear from them, it's, it's always obviously a great way to know, you know, how things will pan out. Uh, so kind of coming on to some just final topics, I think, you know, we talked a little bit about being an entrepreneur and, you know, moving into something that was a bit different than a traditional career, I'd say, in, uh, you know, technology. So, you know, it does come with a lot of adversity at times. Like, you know, while the business, it sounds like overall is doing quite well, I imagine day to day, there are some things where you're maybe knocking your head. And I'm curious, on a personal level, are there certain things that you do to kind of keep yourself motivated and on the right path to not get knocked off when, when things get a bit tough?
1: well i mean look it's it's about you know meeting peers you know having these type of conversations you know that keep me motivated absolutely you know it it does you know trying to actually run a business and wearing multiple different hats from a technical hat to advertising hat to a financial hat you know it, there's there's so many moving parts i guess my my role is you know really focus on three main areas growth uh, where where the opportunities are <clears throat> so the us We've we've also got a new brand that's actually going to be coming on, which is our own brand, which is yeah. focused, yeah, which is what we've created. So that's Treadwell, is the name of the brand. So we're going to be growing and scaling that across the, you know, the next few months. But that's going to be footwear, trainers, sandals, and so on. And you know, it, you know, my 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 second hat is the marketeer hat. Really, sort of making sure that we have the right strategy in place with regards to the marketing side of things. And then the third hat is really thinking about the, you know, the operations, you know, is making sure that my team is focused on fulfillment, making sure they're, you know, dealing with customer service, making sure all of that is set in place. So, you know, we don't get annoying, you know, customers that are not receiving their packages on time. So I guess all those things, you know, working on that, you know, and seeing the success of some of that really motivates me to do even better and, you know, perform the highest level really. And, you know, of course, just, just outside of work, my family, super important, you know, my parents, my mum especially she's, you know, she's worked so hard over the last sort of 40 years and she's built this amazing business from, from, you know, serving the local community to sort of taking it to the next level has, it's just been so great. And she, she really, really hard and she's still from, you know, she, she, she plays a big part in the business. So, you know, I'm blessed to have her as, you know, our leader but also as a mum as well, you know, you know, as you know, we're a family business and, you know, it's, you know, of course there's ups and downs sometimes when you're, when you're having, you know, some, some difficult conversations, but you know, the most important part is being, being open, being transparent and having those important conversations with them to make the right decision for the company to take it to the next level.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I, I love the, I love the journey and something about it too. You know, your mums. it's, you know, they're typically like your heroes, but in this case, also a great leader and something that you know, it seems like you're slowly kind of not taking the reins over, but, you know, you're, you're helping progress the business in a, in a new way, which is obviously probably quite exciting for yourself as well, but also the business in general. It is.
1: And, and, you know, it's, it's, you know, of course we, we have, you know, there's, there's leaders outside of the business, people that we aspire to be or be like but there's no one better than someone that's close to you that you know and i think that's really important to have that and she's she's just played a massive part in in sort of you know just raising us as kids and just really motivating us and taking us to that next level so you know having someone like her as 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 a leader and as a mum has definitely helped us
0: amazing well, I kind of last last question for you and it's a bit of a thinking forward, but I wanted to think about this question a bit differently than where where do you think it'll be in five years and it's more I'd say when you're done, retired if you want to be, and let's say you're on a beach or wherever you want to be in the future, when you're kind of done working you know what what would success look like for you both professionally and personally
1: from a professional perspective you know we we will definitely be at a place where you know the business will will be scaled you know that there will be sort of you know investment in place for us to sort of take it to the next level so we'll we will see a large you know customer base much more bigger than what we have at the moment and these these customers will will kind of help them you know find any type of footwear whether it's trainers whether it's you know, hiking trainers or football shoes or golf shoes or, you know, whatever to keep them active. So, you know, we would hope that, you know, that that will kind of scale to the next level. I think from a personal perspective, you know, we we are doing this for 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 our children as well and for our family. So, you know, of course, we want to inspire them and that next generation to sort of take it to the next level. Learn as much as they can make the mistakes, build the relationships, learn. Technology, I think technology is really, really important, very crucial. You know, today and where it's going to be in the next ten years is 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 going to be completely different. You know, we want to make sure that they they have the opportunity to sort of, you know, change the world. You know, you know, for the better. You know, I think that's that's really important. And uh, you know, you know, that's that's an important part to motivate them as much as we can to make sure they make the right decisions in life.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I think it's becoming more and more. I would say normal too, but you know, your parents were entrepreneurs of early days and back then it was seen as different. And even now I'd say kind of going on the merchant journey, the entrepreneurial journey is still seen as a bit atypical at times. It's becoming more normalized, but I think you're, you know, that message you're saying, it's really important to make sure that, you know, there's not just one set path in life. You know, there's a lot of different roads you can go down and at times it's going to maybe be up, it could be down, it could be left, it could be right. But I think if you're following something that you're really passionate about, as cliche as that sounds, down the road, that's really what's going to lead to, you know, success in, in various ways. So I think anything that we can do to help educate on that and just make sure that it's open, that it's not seen as a stigma is I think really, really important
1: yeah I mean you know the the kind of the kind of business that we're trying to create is not a black box business you know we want to be very transparent we want to be very honest and we want to really work hard at it as well and making sure we're implementing the right strategy in place you know making sure we have the right partners in place, making sure we have the right marketing you know strategy in place so I think all of those things are really really important to to sort of help consumers and you know be be able to shape the world for the better, I guess, is, is is really important for us as a business and me personally, to be yeah. honest.
0: Amazing. Well, um, I really appreciate the time. I'll kind of end with anyone saying who does come across this, watches this. If you know anyone who has complained about shoes not fitting right for, uh, you know, because they have some wider feet, give it a look. They might be some life-changing moments here, but I've really enjoyed our conversation today. Um, and yeah, just, uh, hope you have a great rest of the day.
1: Thank you so much for having me and, uh, I'll speak to you again soon. Next thing. Cheers. And that was Burju from Shoes. It's incredible to see
0: what they've done and continue to do as they expand and grow their business. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you next week where we speak with a merchant who has products that will make you sleep better and have better focus.